like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at studioredmedia.com. Welcome to QT with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. And today we're talking about shows. Canceled shows. If there's one thing that you and I like, mm. it's shows. TV good shows. old shows. Good old, the good old boob tube. Boob. I don't know why it was called that. <laughs> well, it's because they, I think the old TV used to be like rounded. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see the motion that Todd made with his hands when he I said made that. a boob motion. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. It had to be like some old slang. Like that's Yeah, such I guess. Like an old yeah, I hope they weren't. It wasn't a slang for like. That's where I watch my boobs. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard the. That's like calling the uh, the pot teapot calling the kettle black. And I was like, where did that come from? That's such a weird, obscure. Well, I think it's when teapots and pots were all well, black. All, they exactly. were all cast iron. Yeah. So yeah. they're black. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's like a really old thing. Yeah. That, like... yeah the fact that we're still using something that like sounds like from like a western. Yeah. It's like no one has a kettle. Late eighteen hundreds. <laughs> People had cast iron kettles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most people don't even have kettles. Yeah. That's like the Mr. Cough. That's like the black Keurig calling. <laughs> It'd just be like calling the microwave. I don't know. You can't even. Like the oven anything. calling the microwave hot. <laughs> so anyways, back off the yeah, back to back, back to TV. Yeah, yeah, we love our shows. We love our shows. And what breaks our heart more than anything mm. is when a show that we love yeah. gets canceled. Yeah. And and the and reason not, and not the cultured canceled no, like no, canceled no. canceled canceled like, like it's gone like they don't have a budget anymore and they stop making it yeah yeah so now, many shows have fallen on the sword <laughs> now granted there's a lot of shows I was going through a list today and a lot of shows there's different reasons why they get canceled like actors don't want to come back or showrunner leaves and all that stuff um, but the most heartbreaking ones are definitely when the studio like everyone's on board they all want to make it. You know, the devoted fans are on board and the network's just like, We're enough. Done. Yeah, yeah. not it, enough. The fans just aren't enough. Yeah. Even though it's like, this is a amazing, like, kept secret <laughs> show that, yeah. like, if people just knew about it, yeah. it would be a huge hit. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's canceled. And I feel like uh, shows, a lot of shows that became really popular started out where they almost did get canceled. Yeah. And then they would get renewed for a third or a fourth season and all of a sudden they'd take off. And I feel like nowadays it's almost like, especially like you look at like Netflix shows, mm -hmm. like if you're not good in the first season, yeah. you're out. Yeah. But like, what would the Office first season wasn't amazing? Seinfeld. They almost canceled it yeah, after the which, first uh, season. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, Family Parks Guy and... got canceled. Yeah, Family Guy. That's a good mm -hmm. point. Family Guy. Um, Parks and Rec. I mean, there's a lot of like things yeah. that's like network shows that's like, if you just based it off the first season, yeah. Eh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and NBC, I think, kind of learned that lesson, and they've given certain shows longer leashes, and then, you know, there's just some shows that die. And then there's some shows that are resurrected that necessarily shouldn't. So there'll yeah. be there'll be shows that I have on this list that got canceled but got brought back, but I have it on the list because in when it brought when it got, I mean, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that, you know, it was if we had kept going with yeah. the original cat, you know, everything... I think it had great potential. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was one that I was just thinking about where it got canceled. That was like one of those like the 
fan base for it was huge. Yeah. But it was a definitely like a, a smaller fan base. Like yeah. is uh, like a like Yeah, a they were they were loyal. Yeah. It wasn't big fan base. Yeah. And they got big later yeah, on yeah. the show. So. Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, I said the fan base was huge. Sorry. The fans were huge for the fit show. Yeah. But the fan base was not huge. Yeah. Um yeah. So uh before we get into the bigger list, I do think it's kinda interesting talking about resurrected shows. Like once DVD sales of shows became a big thing, like Arrested Development, Family Guy, I feel like a lot of those actually got picked back up because they were they you know everybody started selling DVDs of their shows yeah in like the two, early two thousands yeah and so then all of a sudden it's like a show like Arrested Development it's like all of a sudden it's like they're making a ton of money off these DVD sales of the shows yeah definitely that it's like oh people care about these seasons apparently. Yeah. And it's become a huge thing. And especially like in college, it was like people would bring in a season of Family Guy or a season of Arrested Development and we would watch them together and we'd have favorite episodes. And it was just like because we didn't have streaming. Yeah. But it was a way to kind of binge a show. Yeah. Uh, because you just hit next and the next episode comes up. And so I think that streaming and binging and which kind of started with DVDs and then went online and even Netflix, how you could get seasons of shows on DVDs yeah. through Netflix yeah. when they actually still ship DVDs. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what created this sort of like second chance yeah, for a definitely. lot of shows. Um, yeah. I mean, it's and always... now Facebook and social media yeah. has created like second chances for shows like Brooklyn nine, nine and stuff like that. Yeah. Where people have come out and said, no, 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 don't get rid of our show. Well, think about it. Uh, the original Star Trek show got canceled. The original yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, the original wow. Star Trek. I think canceled after I think the first or second season, uh, and then they brought it back. And so, because it was like black and white, uh, oh, okay. had like old casts, and then yeah, just no one cared. And then it's the nerds came out in droves. Yeah. And that's when they wrote letters and stuff, and became this huge phenomenon. Yeah. So I think we. It's not like a new thing to bring back canceled shows. Like it's always been really since the beginning of entertainment. Um, and then we started seeing kind of like this weird like campaigns for shows like Chuck um, was about to be canceled. And so they like did like subway thing where like if you bought a certain amount of subway things, they would like get <laughs> on season. It's very strange. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of shows where like the actors would have a big social media presence, yeah. and so then they would really push it. Uh, Veronica Mars, they had a huge Kickstarter that brought the show back. I never right. watched it, but you know, broke records. Yep. And then um, there was another show I can't remember. Obviously, like the rest of Elements all right. that stuff. Uh, and then Community was a weird one because it was the whole thing was six seasons and a movie with like everyone was pushing on it. So then. Yahoo, that was like a big thing. Yahoo bought it and made it. And it's a pretty good season. Like season six is pretty funny. It's way better than like season four and all that stuff. Even probably better than season five. Uh, But it's on Yahoo. Yeah. No one was watching Yahoo. So more people were pirating that show off (laughs) of Yahoo, which was free to watch on Yahoo. (laughs) It was so weird. But um, yeah, I mean, just I think. uh, That's funny. The reason we brought this up is my wife's watching turn amc's turn and that show got canceled after four seasons and the heartbreak of getting invested into a show and then it not wrapping up yeah and i would say like the real first big the one that's still sore to many fans is probably firefly like that one is like people are diehard about it yeah 
because it ends like the last couple episodes when it gets really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, last week we were talking about, or last podcast we were talking about um, Breaking Bad mm-hmm. and how it like ends perfectly at the right yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about shows that a lot of times go on to like long. Lost, just yeah. keep making it, or Friends, just keep making it. It's like a lot of these these shows, especially big sitcom shows, big network shows. It's like let's just keep making, 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 making until fans get tired of it. Yeah. Have to make it. It's a cash cow. And we're yeah. gonna milk this baby dry, which is where jumping the shark. Yeah. What it means, it's like that moment where it's like you should have stopped. Happy days. You yeah. should have stopped right before yeah. this happened. Um, and now it kind of seems like shows are almost more on the other side of things where they're good shows and yeah. they don't give them enough time. And I, it's interesting, we're in an era of like the golden era of TV where it's just like tons and tons of shows produced every single year, tons of different services to watch them. Every day it seems like there's a new streaming service popping up and there's obviously still the same cable and network channels that there were before. Yeah. Um, random stuff online even that's not even, you know, like crackle and other random stuff you know uh so uh it's just funny that with all that out there yeah quibby i mean with all that stuff out there there's still like this huge turnaround or churning kind of uh not turnaround turn um uh kind of like churning in and like rotating shows in and out um and it's like if you don't if like you know i was reading somewhere it's like if you get to a third season on Netflix, that's a really big deal for yeah. your show. Yeah, and it's like that's kind of crazy to think about, yeah. you know, somewhat. Now, I mean, there's always been like pilots or like a first half of a season, and it just doesn't go anywhere, and yeah. people cancel it. Yeah. Um, but like to your point, you know, usually it takes two or three seasons to really get into a show, and so it's like you're one of the fans who have been committed, you yeah. stick with it, you're there. And then they pull the rug underneath you, and you're like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we'll go into the list, and I haven't shown the list to Ryan. There's gonna be a lot of shows on there that he probably doesn't know. But um, you gotta remember when TV first started. Like, there was a time when the TV would just stop showing things yeah. and would just go off for the night. You know, it wasn't 24 hours. I mean, uh, people listening to this are like, yeah, duh. but there might be people who are like, what? Like, it wasn't 24. Yes, there was a time, probably around like 9 p.m., where it's like, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. And then, yeah, it usually just, it was the nightly news, right? Yeah, like Static or something, or like Johnny Carson or something. I don't know. Or older than that, Jack, Jack Benny or something like that. But um, so then you had shows. So you had like five shows. So Bonanza could go on for. For twenty years, yeah, uh, four hundred and like fifty nine episodes or something, an hour each, too. Yeah, uh, and so that was completely normal. And then we kind of got into the nineties. As we have kind of progressed, our shows have gotten better, but they've gotten shorter because, like you said, there's such a demand for content. Not necessarily shows, just content. We want yeah better quality. And we want more of it, and we want it now. And so the Netflix model kind of blew up everything. Um, never before did we really have it where we released all episodes at once. Yeah. And so Netflix kind of changed the game in that way. We could You could have a 10-part series that's like a movie that you could sit down. Stranger Things, we sat down and watched it all at once. Uh, House of Cards was the first show on Netflix. House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Uh, and someone mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. They're like, if House of Cards and Orange is New Black came out now, it'd be another show. But right. when it first came out, it was like, whoa, like yeah. 
this is HBO. Like yeah. this is high quality yeah. stuff. Well, and that first season of of House of Cards is also really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely was the best season in my opinion yeah. out of all of them. And and they always ended each episode to where you're like, I gotta click on the next yeah. one. Like they had great cliffhanger endings to their their episodes. I never watched Orange is the New Black, but I know obviously people are a big fan of that. But yeah, I think you're right. It it was more that it was very um yeah, it was this brand new concept, a new thing that made it unique more so than the actual storytelling. Yeah. 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 So what before we get into your list general list, I think it'd be interesting to hear what shows we like were most devastated by when we found they were canceled. <laughs> Oh, well, there's definitely, uh, comedies always hit me hard, but the one that, like, I remember vividly, like, from the beginning of, like, first hearing, I was going to community college, and I would go into the library, and I'd read a newspaper every day, and, uh, very, I know, I was like, hey, I'm going to college, this is kind of before we all had, (laughs) I'm starting to show my age, but this just shows how rapidly, uh, Information things change. How we rapidly really you've social aged. Media. <laughs> I'm all, uh, social media, like our iPhones, we didn't really have any right. of that. We had iPods and stuff like that. So, uh, so it was like our source of information was newspapers. So, um, it was my IMDb at the time. Yes. And so I went and pushing daisies. Oh, yeah. I was, they had a whole spread on USA Today. I was like, I am in on this show. This show looks colorful. Yeah. What an interesting premise. I remember like setting a time to watch the premiere. I watched the premiere, and yeah. it was one of the shows I watched every single they, episode. They marketed that show hard, too. They marketed it really hard. It was AMC, a ABC show. Which I wonder if that's partly why they you know, didn't. Because like, the more you invest in the show, the more you got to make out of it. Right. Know? Well, and at that time, was Lost also on ABC? ABC, it was like we were... They were crank. I mean, Office was on, Scrubs, and, you know, it was just kind of, that was another kind of gold era yeah. of television. Like, yeah. everything was good. Yeah. Um, and so, must-watch TV, as they say. Um, and so, then I watched that show. I was invested in the characters, and then they canceled it. Yeah. And it was just, like, heart-wrenching. Yeah, that uh, one was a blow. I loved uh, I loved that show, too. And, I mean, it was only, I think, did it get two seasons or just one? It got two. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and the sometimes they know that the end is coming, and yeah. they're able to kind of wrap it up. But, like, that one was definitely where, like, the last episode was just like, bloop, we're done. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. and it just, like, didn't make sense. Yeah. And it was just, and you could see where they were going, and it was going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're just like, ah, you yeah. just feel like you were, like, robbed. Yeah. It's like if all of a sudden you, like, showed up on the first day of your vacation. Yeah. And it was amazing. And then you wake <laughs> up the next day, and they're like, we're going home. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> Why are we going home? Yeah. I, yeah. I thought we had all these great plans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That one That one really, really hit me. What about you? Um, That is definitely one of them. I think probably the one that, like, jumps into my mind first, although I push it up. Pushing is it pushing up daisies? It's or pushing push, daisies. Pushing daisies. Yeah. Um, uh, that was definitely a show that I feel like is the epitome of like canceled on its at its like right before it's about ready to bud yeah. into a great show. Yeah. Um, where some of the, the example I'm about to give like it already was people already were fans of it and it was a good show and it it was definitely had already hit its stride but it was still on its stride and still going strong was uh, Last Man on Earth. Yeah. So yeah. that was the same thing. When I heard about that show, I was like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. And so I watched it as it came out, um, and it just, oh, it's just, like, 
It's just the funniest concept to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, taking the idea of like this post-apocalyptic world with this guy who doesn't care. And, yeah. You know, and, and just the, everything about it, it just was so funny. And every season it just changed everything so dramatically. And like the sense of humor was just totally in vain with like everything yeah. that is the same kind of like sick, twisted type of humor that I have that just laughs at stuff like, you know, uh, they're constantly killing some huge celebrity at the yeah. beginning of every season. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, just silly stuff like somebody almost dying in pregnancy and then his wife, like, delivers twins as yeah. though it's no big deal. Like, She's they just, literally... like, basically just fall out of her womb. Uh, you know, so it's just, like, some ridiculous stuff. Yeah. You know, that's just, like, oh, just amazing. Uh, and the character development of how they developed the characters. and uh, Tandy. Yeah, old Tandy. Yeah, and the way that he... And him and uh, Todd. Yeah. Uh, his Their relationship was made. So, anyways... When they ended that, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this show is like... Well, and they ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to spoil some shows for you guys. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, the way, like, the whole... You know, he's slowly finding more and more people who have survived after he thinks he's the last man on yeah. Earth. Yeah. And um, the fact that he then discovers this whole community of people yeah. that his brother has been... Thought he had found and thinks he hasn't. And then he did. Yeah. After he had left. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's like, what? What would have been the next season? Yeah. I think that's the hard part when they leave, and you're like, oh, I know what your potential is. Yeah. As creative storytellers, and the next season with all these people would have been so funny. Yeah. And that might have been. So there's a lot of a lot of these shows were what they call uh, industry terms the bubble shows, where they're about to pop. You know, they're kind of they're they're never really safe. There's shows right on the bubble. Every season, you don't know if it's going to get canceled. Yeah. Essentially, after like season three of Chuck, it was like always on the bubble. Yeah, and I think I think Last Man on Earth was on from first season. First, yeah, I mean, first season they really heavily invested into it, and then um, yeah, it had like a cult following. Yeah, um, but yeah, just never like when when the reports would come back, just never did well. Yeah, um, it had like a solid uh, following, but just yeah, not- and I think you know as I'm sure. This is probably the case for you too with, you know, when you're in that cult following of a show and you see the other people that are also like big, big celebrity type names, you yeah. know, like there's a bunch of comedians that I like love their material and think they're amazing comedians who loved that show. Yeah. And so you're like, I feel good to be in this fan yeah. base, you yeah. know, because it's like, these are all people that I admire their sense of humor uh, and the fact that they're all like, oh, I'm devastated that this show's over. You know, you're like, it yeah. kinda, it, to some degree, you almost have this like uh, experience, shared experience yeah. when like your yeah, when, when sh- you, favorite show gets canceled. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, you know, when you fall an athlete, that athlete, your favorite athlete's favorite athlete or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. The, the comedian's show. Like, yeah. that's a, a wonderful thing to be on. Yeah. And then, um, what was I going to say? I totally blanked. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of people don't realize this. So back in the day when I think, um, I think it's All in the Family, it was one of those shows, it like debuted. And it was considered at that time kind of like a mild failure of a debut. They Their debut was 16 million people watched wow. it. <laughs> and it was like, eh, that's okay. Yeah, you know? Like, yeah. Where it's like, MASH would get like regularly 30 or 60 yeah. million people watching it. Because once again, no other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You so, have four choices. So Yeah, exactly. So uh, where now, like Last Man on Earth was averaging like maybe 500,000 to like 800,000. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, you know, which is always crazy <laughs> when we think about um I can understand why they would cancel something like that, but it's also crazy. Every time I see those numbers, 
And then I think of people like Freddie W who would get over a million views of video. Yeah. And he would do a video a week. Yeah. And he would produce it all with like a small group of friends. You know, it's like, it like then blows your mind. You know, Mr. Beast. Yeah. Mr. Beast. I mean, it's like YouTube. Yeah. He he averages like 30 million. It's insane. Like, so he's getting, he's getting almost the same amount of views as MASH was. Yeah. And it's like, I think sometimes it's like hard for people to like appreciate that. Yeah. Um, It's like, we just have all accepted a viral video is a viral video, but it's like hard to remember that like somebody who's pumping out that kind of viral at that point, it's not a viral video anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's like a consistent fan base showing up every week to yeah. watch content. Um, and the way that they aren't like making more money. I mean, like the people in mash or the showrunner of mash, the producers of mash, like they're multimillionaires. Yeah. Not that, you know, Mr. Beast isn't making good money. Yeah. But like he should be, you know, like, Two three hundred million dollars at this point, probably yeah. if he has that kind of hits. Yeah, and he's the main guy. I mean, it's not like he's he's not sharing it with a crew of two hundred people. Yeah, and renting out a soundstage. Yeah, and paying for marketing. You yeah, know? YouTube's really strange because like it's not like Mr. Beast is the only YouTuber. You know, like there yeah. are literally millions of people on YouTube all making different videos. Like there are more people on YouTube getting hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views than like anything else oh yeah in the world you know yeah. so it's i think it's really hard to diversify that money because youtube may be raking in money but they literally don't have enough money to pay all those people right, right. and so like it is based off of like how many views off yeah. of revenue and all that stuff so really kind of the the downtime model of YouTube is the more creators they get on it, the less money can be distributed to everyone. Right. So a lot of those guys, like, they make merch and all that stuff, and so they make yeah. the money off of that. And so um, people are switching over to Twitch or something like that, where people or Patreon, yeah. where people are just straight up giving them money. Yeah. Uh, and they make way more money that way. So it's, it's interesting. Like, that's why a lot of, like, companies get, like, exclusive brand deals or uh, – they're exclusive with YouTube or Twitch and, you know, yeah. deal that way. Or there's companies within YouTube. Like one of my favorite YouTube channels, Funhouse, they're actually a Warner Bros. property. Um, and so you'll be seeing these, like, random little gamer things. They could be IGN or, you know, yeah. like, they could be different entities of a bigger product. Yeah. And so it's really a lot more complicated and strange and kind of the downside of YouTube is that yes you can get an audience there but you're not going to get money yeah. like you would and transferring that audience to other stuff is obviously really hard too yeah. I mean some people have been able to pull it off but other ones not so much Yeah. Uh, but going back to shows Yeah. so more recently one that was definitely a blow to both Helen and I because we both really enjoyed watching it was Bless This Mess Bless This Mess yeah. when we found out that that got cancelled we were like are you kidding me like was... they had just found out they were pregnant Yeah. <laughs> like it was setting up the show like so perfectly for yeah. like another see you know like more like you could just see like the two main characters like how they would deal with that in this small town where yeah. they're they're coming with their more New York City mentality of raising a child and you know organic and you know yeah. everything being healthy and everything and then these rural yeah Oklahomians is that where they're in Oklahoma Idaho Idaho yeah uh you know and so it's just like this great contrast yeah. um well and you were loving all the characters I think that's the hard thing at the end of the day the reason why we love shows um maybe more than we love movies we love movies for maybe the story we love shows for the characters yeah and i think 
uh, at the end of the day, like we get connected to these characters. Like I remember watching the end of Frasier. I had just watched like all Cheers and then watching Frasier, and I was like truly sad when that was over because for those however months I spent watching those shows every night, I was connected to that character. They were a staple in my life. And so I can't imagine people for 17 years of having Frasier every, you know, Thursday, whenever it was on, right? he was there. And so uh, with the gang of Last Man Standing or with Bless His Mess, like we're connected and invested in these characters' lives and their stories. And then when it's done, it's just like a death almost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not that devastating, but it is in a sense of like you're – demanding hours of our lives to be invested in what the payoff yeah. is. Well, and especially staying on the topic of like canceled shows yeah. versus like a show just ending because it's ending. Yeah. Uh, it's run its course and it's ending. Uh, I think it's even more sad when you're like, oh, there's more to tell yeah. Yeah. from these characters. You know, I mean, I you know, people are sad that Friends ended because they loved Friends or like How I Met Your Mother. Like I was sad when it ended, but I was like, it's time. Yeah. yeah. It's time for this show to yeah. end, you know? Uh, Breaking Bad, it like ended in a very like good way. Like we said, it like ended exactly when it needed to end. Yeah. But when you have a show that like if it had been Breaking Bad, it ended at season three, you'd be like, what? Yeah. You yeah. didn't even see what happened. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad almost got canceled after season one. Yeah. So I, I mean, because another... the writer strike happened, and they were like, we don't know if we have money for these. Yeah, new which shows. is just a crazy. I mean, once again, like a great, <laughs> great show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's definitely been some great shows that dodged the bullet, uh, yep. but there's definitely been some ones. So did you ever watch Firefly? Talking about Firefly. I did. Yeah. So I think you might have told me to okay. watch it, and so I. Was it was during my time when I first moved here was kind of just watching tons any of stuff. show, yeah, yeah. And so I checked out Firefly, and yeah, it really wasn't until like the last couple of episodes that I was like, okay. And then yeah. they had the movie, and the movie was, I mean, the whole point they made Serenity was, was to wrap it up, wrap it up for yeah. the for the people. And so yeah. Firefly though stands out more than most shows because the fan base, like they treat it like it's. God's gift to the world. You know, they really are. Yeah. Like, they're like, you ever watch Firefly? <laughs> and you watch it, you're like, ah, it's okay. Like, I mean, like Nathan Fillion's a classic. Nathan Fillion is one of those actors that when he, like, passes away or something, the history books will look on him like he was the biggest star in the world. It really will. It'll be like, this guy was a god. When now we're like, yeah, he's on Castle and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I'm, I'm glad he's had success in certain shows. But, like, he's not as big as what his fans say. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like, um, Yeah, I, well, I think when Firefly actually came out, because, I mean, that's an older show. Yeah. Even when Josh I, Whedon's show, too. Yeah, even when I watched it, I think I watched it on Netflix. Um, and uh, But I think when it first came out, it was such a unique twist yeah. on basically Star Wars. Yeah. Right? You know, it's like a unique twist on the Han Solo bounty hunter yeah. type thing. And, and that, space cowboys, yeah, and but like really taking it like space western, and yeah, like really yeah. taking it to that level. Um, and this idea of like the ship that's always kind of falling apart, and this little band of groups, you know, and even yeah. like he rents out part of the ship to a hooker and <laughs> yeah. you know, or a prostitute, and um, uh, you know, it's just like this very, like, you know, very western, seedy type sort of thing. Um, and I think that's what. People are just like, what? It this is totally yeah. different, yeah. You know, and I kind of like it, you yeah. know. And so I think that's what made it. Where it's hard sometimes going back and watching some, even like going back and watching Arrested Development at this point. Not that it wouldn't be good if you had never seen it before and you wouldn't like it, but it's like, 
it was so unique yeah. for that time frame. Yeah. Where now, since then, a lot of fans of Arrested Development have gone on and made and shows. made shows that yeah. have a, like like uh, Last Man on Earth kind of has a similar quirky humor, yeah, like off color humor to it that Arrested Development would have. Um, that uh, you know, even The Office to some degree, Parks and Rec has like a little flavoring of that Arrested Development chaos within a group of people, yeah. crazy personalities contrasting each other. You know, you look at Leslie and Ron, it's like that definitely has some Arrested Development type yeah. character differences there, you know? Yeah, I mean, Arrested Development, if you, the the ingredients there of the joke within the joke and of all that yeah. just goes back to, like, Seinfeld and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how a lot of these shows, like, every show is essentially a modification of the original, yeah. you know? Like, you kind of go back and... Nothing's new under the sun. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, really, it just goes to show you, like, don't... If you feel like, ah, oh, this is an original, well, just make it as yeah. original as you can. Well, like we've said before, <laughs> I think what makes it original is that you're telling it. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have five people tell the same story, and it's going to be different every time. Yeah. Even though it's exactly the same story. Yeah. You know, same plot, same everything, but it's like you're just going to make it a little different. You yeah. know, and even even how you cast it and who's working on the crew, you know, making making a character black versus white is going to mm-hmm. make a huge difference, or a woman versus a man, you know. So that's how they can go and relaunch something like Battlestar Galactica, they change out a couple characters, and all of a sudden it's a different show. Yeah, and little things too, like uh, I think Michael Shear and all those guys with uh, the office and all that stuff, they kind of switched the dynamic of uh, the will-they-won't-they characters. For yeah. so long it was, yeah. you know, Sam and Diane, will-they-won't-they, and they never end up together. Well, let's get Andy and, and you know, let's get our guys, our main characters together, and they actually stay together. Yeah. And their relationship progresses yeah. with the show. And so... I think that's nice to see those things, or we're seeing the anti-hero with uh, Breaking Bad and all yeah. that stuff. And, yeah. Um, uh, what's some other shows that uh, you hated that were canceled? Um, there was one, uh, Lie to Me. It had Tim oh, Roth. Oh, yeah, I remember, remember Lie to Me. Me and Helen watched that. <laughs> yeah, I, it was one of those shows that like you just get... You could probably go back and watch and be like, it's not that great of a show. It, but it was there was something about it that was yeah. entertaining every time. Well, oftentimes I've noticed when a show gets canceled that you're really invested in, um, it's usually the main character and like the lady character. Or, you know, like there's a love interest that they like just start to like kind of yeah. deal a little bit with. And you like the story. Like, there's yeah. the ingredients that you're like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. And then it's just done. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. Uh, uh, funny. That lie to me. That's funny. I yeah. forgot about that. Well, it's just such an interesting concept. I love Tim Roth. And I yeah. think he's such a great actor. And so, like, this idea of, like, they'd be like, you know, when you look down and hold his hand, you know, he's doing his little yeah, thing. Yeah. He's like, he's holding, he's lying. And then it would go to the commercial. But, like, right before the commercial, you'd see, like, President Bill Clinton, and, yeah. but you know, like yeah, all these yeah. different people doing the exact same thing. And you're like, oh my god! Like I'm yeah. learning all these things about people. Even though it's probably like full of crock, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. that was a fun one. Yeah. So and then uh, Fringe was another one. They kind of wrapped it up, but uh, that was a show that I really loved. Um, there are shows I will say this: there are shows that got canceled that I didn't care got canceled. Yeah. So Chuck was one of those. I stopped watching that after a while. Heroes. Oh yeah. Heroes got. <laughs> So oh, that man. last season. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even watch it. Because <laughs> yeah, everybody that's told me is like, "Oh, it's so bad." Uh, and I was like, "The that was bad." Yeah, yeah. The season before that one was, <laughs> was horrible. Say, they should have killed the cheerleader. That's <laughs> yeah. all I will say. Like when they let uh, her. Uh, well, they should have killed the 
main bad guy that they turned into the main bad guy in the yeah. first season. Yeah. In my opinion. And then developed it somewhere else. Skylar or whatever. Yeah, Skylar. But they were like, I think they were like, ooh, yeah. people like him. Let's keep him around. <laughs> and they just made yeah. him into way bigger yeah. a deal than he should Well, was. and uh, Damon Lindelof, I was telling you this the other day, his original plan for Lost was four seasons. So I'm sure Heroes wasn't planning on being this yeah. huge thing. right. Um, talk about like the biggest marketing thing in oh, the yeah. world. Heroes had, I don't think we've seen anything like that since yeah. then. You go in the Best Buy, it was on every TV. Yeah. yeah. Save the Chile, save the world, you know, yeah. coming this fall, the ABC. Yeah. Um, and that first season was really good. Yeah. And yeah. the second season was decent, but then the third season like went off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. And it just and it's like you'd watch it and you'd be like, I'm investing in this show, so I'll watch another episode. Yeah. And then it would be even worse than the one before that. <laughs> and you're like, how is this possible? Well, and the man in the glasses, all of a sudden we're like, he's a good guy. And you're like, you know, yeah. it was just every oh, time. It's so and, weird. Well, and that, yeah, the main guy who would steal superheroes' powers. powers. Yeah. yeah. It's not Skyler. His name's like something else. Well, yeah, by now he's... Yeah. Siler. Siler, Siler. Yeah. And uh, and he, like, went good one right, season. Right, well, because they, like, they... they That was the third season. They yeah. are, are... They are, I think, third season. The, the season before the last season. It was season. the third season, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, like, steal his memory, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, implant other ones because his... The... Kristen Bell, wasn't she, like, his Well, one interest? of the... So the two brothers that have powers, <laughs> yeah. the one that can fly, Nathan. he was going to become president. He yeah. dies, remember? <laughs> yeah. And so then they like basically like make the other guy think that he's. Oh, well, they turn him into Nathan. Yeah. By because he can like transform. Yeah. It, yeah. His shape into other people because he's stolen enough powers. Yeah. So then he's walking around thinking that he's his brother, but yeah. only a few people know, and it's just weird. Uh, and then yeah, and then he had the love interest with I think Kristen Bell. And then he like kills her, and that's yeah. when he like goes with evil again. Over, yeah, it's just so uh, bad. So bad. Uh, um, I, now another show that got um, oh, I just blanked on it. Shoot, what was the the show I was just thinking of? That guy canceled that. Oh, um, what was the name of the show? It kind of got bad in the second season, so I wasn't <laughs> surprised it got canceled. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I bet you probably watched it, but um. It was a show where all the power has gone off all throughout the world. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that was a revolution. Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first season was really cool. I actually did not watch that. You didn't because that was around the time when I started seeing promos for shows. Yeah. And I was like, I'm I'm gotten pretty good at being like, that's gonna get canceled. <laughs> like I just I just know it at this point. Like yeah, my defense mechanism. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not gonna get invested in that. So it had um Gus from Breaking Bad in it, and he was really good. Uh, oh, it's an awesome premise. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and the first season was really good. The problem is they like they peaked too early, <laughs> in my opinion. You yeah. know, it's like they they came, they came a little early there on their their process because it was like I think per- showrunner left to the like lead show. And but. And it got marketed pretty good too, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. like the first season was actually like really good and really just like interesting. Like, what would the world be like if there yeah. was no power, you know? And then somehow they're starting to get some of the power back, and then they went into like the second season to start trying to kind of figure out like what happened to the power and can we turn it back on? And I was like, no, 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 no. At that point, it's not interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, like stop making it about the power. Yeah, yeah. Like Create a new world now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all about the new world, almost yeah. in the same way that like Breaking or, or uh, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead wasn't yeah. about getting rid of the zombies it was how do we live with the zombies yeah you know and so that was what was kind of more fascinating about it um, yeah um back to shows that uh, one that i remembered it was going to be like our lost 2.0 where we, we would get 
doesn't really happen anymore, but you get friends together and you watch a show together. Uh, and it was Evan and I, and Evan's going to get a kick out of this when he remembers this, but it was a show called Defying Gravity. And it was this group of astronauts going to Mars, but like it was like the world watch could watch as well. And so you had like people back at base, and it was this big budget like show. And it got canceled at the first season, but like um, it had a little mixture of sunshine. Did you see sunshine? Where like going kind of crazy on the ship, and no. there's all these these like paranormal kind of like what's happening who's on the ship, what what's the mystery of everything. Like and then they find out that they're actually not going to Mars; they're going to Saturn. Oh, interesting! You know, it was like this whole like kind of twist in the middle of the season, and then like uh, one person gets like kind of possessed by an alien, and then like just ends the show. Just got canceled. <laughs> so uh, it, I guess it was just too ambitious of a show. Uh, but man, it was it was one of those like they definitely were doing that lost like mystery yeah. side of things, and uh, and we we're just like, all right. We're on board for this. And then like, it gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. And it was one of those shows I remember, like, texting back between, like, uh, friends and just being yeah. like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. That yeah. It's canceled. Yeah. That was our show. Yeah. Uh, and so that one, and then uh, there's been a bunch of shows. Well, let's, before you get into that, I also think it'd be interesting to talk about some of the ones that dodged the bullet that we're really glad that they did. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Almost got canceled. Or it was canceled and was renewed within the same time. Yeah, went from Fox back to... Yeah, in between yeah. shows being canceled. In between, like, the time that it would end filming and before it would start filming again normally, yeah. they renewed it. Um, it was crazy because they announced that it was canceled and within, like, 48 hours, it was NBC back. had picked it up. AP Bio yeah. is back, but yeah. it's going to Peacock or whatever, right? Yeah, I will... This is how good AP Bio is. I will probably subscribe to Peacock just to watch AP yeah, Bio. Yeah, I will too, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I found out that was canceled, I was like, no, are you kidding yeah. me? That was another one where I was like, this show is getting so good yeah. and it's hitting its stride. And well, it went immediately it. to my favorite show. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, I mean, right away, it yeah. was a great show, but yeah. then it's like, oh, come Second on. Second season was phenomenal. Yeah. So good. Um, what are some other shows that. Uh, well, well, like Family Guy and Arrested Development. Yeah, got we were back happy up. to Arrested Development because I remember I watched the entire fourth season when Netflix picked it up, and that was just the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was bad. Family Guy is one of those where it got picked back up. Yeah, and it's been going strong for yeah. a long time. And since they then. petitioned that they like went door to door for that show. Really? Like how they petitioned that? Because I mean, Family Guy's so old at this point that. And it really wasn't right. like yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. So. I remember it was canceled and I was watching it. It was one of the shows we'd watch in the dorm. Yeah. And when I was in college, but it had been canceled already. Yeah. And it was just like, I only had like a couple seasons and we would just watch the seasons over and over again. Yeah. But we were like, oh, this show is so funny. And then it got picked back up. And yeah. I mean, um, what's the the showrunner's name on that? Seth. Seth. Seth yeah. I mean, his whole career yeah. is due to the fact that it got picked back up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. That show is. I mean, it's up there with The Simpsons. Now, yeah. You know. uh, Futurama got canceled. I think nine really? seasons, and then uh, well, yeah, because they I think we're hoping to do like a Simpsons. Thing. Oh, okay. Nine seasons sounds like a long time. Right. Simpsons has been on for like thirty years. So, <laughs> right. uh, and then Comedy Central picked it up for like a couple seasons. Yeah. And cancel again. Um, and so yeah, there's a lot of different like cartoon shows. Uh, there's shows that I've watched. That were like were already canceled. So like Dead Like Me, he's the same showrunner who did Pushing Daisies, um, and that was a really good show. Uh, where our main character she gets killed, 
and her job in the afterlife, it's kind of like the work your way in the heaven type thing uh, is you have to like do good things for people. And they had um, Mandy Patinkin in it who, uh, you know, you killed my father, prepare to die from. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he's got a big bushy beard now, and older character, and, and he's just so good in there, you know. And that was just like a weird, quirky show, like Pushing Daisy. Yeah. Death is kind of not as scary as you think it is. Um, but uh, I like that show. Um, happy, So a lot of comedies. So a, a recent one that got canceled that really broke my heart. It was so funny. Great news. Uh, NBC show. It's on Netflix now. Highly recommend it. Tina Fey made it. And just off the wall, bonker, like look behind a TV series. Yeah. They have an episode in there where the lead anchor gets cataract surgery. And it is some of the hardest I've laughed in a long time because, like, he refuses to, like, not be on TV. So he takes his glasses off, and his eyes are just, like, bloody and insane. And he's, like, can't see anything. And it's so funny. And so there's just things like that where yeah. it's just so over the, the top. Um, and there's been a lot of shows like that where Netflix or some streaming service has kind of come in and saved yeah. them. They've been yeah. canceled, and then Netflix has been able to pick them up. Which a lot of that depends on like, are they owned by the network or are they sold to the network to where the the showrunners can take it to a different yeah. network or streaming service? Because some of them can't and some of them can, depending on how it was yeah. like created. Yeah, I think you know with Netflix we're seeing a lot of because a show that you and I both are heartbroken about. A lot of people are Daredevil. Got oh, oh my gosh, you know, that would definitely be one. That... Yeah, that would be a top one because the season oh. three is like some of the finest. Oh my gosh! Ever. Oh yes, and so we, uh... we did a whole podcast about it. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, well, that, I, that would probably. Oh, yeah. I can't decide between that one and Last Man on Earth. Yeah. But man, there the last season of that was. I don't. At the same time, also I'm like, I don't know where they would keep going. It's just like I don't want them to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Where. It was very clear to see where yeah. Last Man was Well, going. I mean, even after, like, season one, I was like, where could they go? You know, yeah. so, it's like, they just always yeah. topped themselves with yeah. every season. And so, but Netflix didn't own the IP, and so the intellectual property. So a lot of these shows that are getting canceled, like all the Disney kind of stuff, I mean, the whole slate, slate of, yeah. you know, stuff yeah, was just, just gone. gone. Yeah. And so in, like, a couple months, I think the Daredevil is reverting back to uh, Disney and Marvel, and so Marvel could do a series, could yeah. have Charlie Cox has still said that he wants to play Daredevil, yeah. of course. I mean, yeah. who, who doesn't want to play yeah. it? Um, and so we we'll, we'll see. Not Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to oh, play Ben Affleck. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, and some of that stuff, it's like, yeah, there's so many, like, a lot of times, like, legal reasons because yeah. of who owns IP and things change, especially with big franchise-type, you know, comic book things or yeah. other shows or, you know, stuff like that where it's like, it's so many legal reasons for why things get canceled. So I think that's perfect transition to what's some stuff that's been canceled that you looked up that we might have forgotten, especially yeah. me who can respond. So uh, did you ever, so Amazon had a lot of shows and one recently, The Tick. Oh, uh, yeah. Two seasons, uh, great show. The Tick, every like Tick Cartoon, the Patrick Warburg, and then uh, and then this most recent one, they all get canceled. Even though people love them, people love them. Yeah, they're so devoted. Yeah. And and Amazon, we were talking about kind of like different ways that they have uh, uh, kind of rechanged the genre of like doing stuff. They'll they'll produce a pilot, 
and they'll do like four or something pilots, and people get to vote on which one they would want to see made into a series. And so that's what happened with The Tick. Uh, tick. It's crazy popular. Another uh, one, actually, that was on Amazon that I thought was hilarious. And then it's not a show for everybody, so I'm not surprised it didn't get that. I'm not surprised that it got canceled, but was the John Claude Van Damme yeah, show yeah. where he plays basically himself. Himself, yeah. He's like a spy. Yeah, but... he's actually been a secret agent the whole time, yeah. and he uses like going and shooting all these B-rated action yeah. movies all over the world as his way to like go do missions. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon, they they... They did a good job of making. They do good jobs of making shows. Their shows are like really well produced and yeah. they're pretty good. But there's and they usually win at the Emmys, like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and all right. that stuff. But the problem with them is Amazon's such a weird place. You don't think of them as shows. Right. Netflix is just shows. Right. Hulu's just shows. You the know, Disney's entertainment. It's really their like website. Like it's hard to get to Amazon Prime <laughs> unless is. you have the app. Like yeah, yeah. If you're on your desktop and you're like, I want to watch, yeah. you have to like, you can't find it. It's no, really hard. yeah. So I think that's that's kind of. And if you downfall. click on Amazon Prime, it goes to the like. Here's your benefits of being on Amazon Prime, like the membership Prime, not yeah. the shows Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, a show I really liked on Amazon, Most Are in the Jungle. Uh, I watched that. I thought that was just a really great show. Um, Happy Endings was a show, a great comedy. Um, if you like kind of the same vein as New Girl and all that stuff, when New Girl was good, uh, Happy <laughs> yeah. Endings was kind of the start of that. Uh, mourning the loss of Arrested Development after season three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't try and revive a show like fifteen years after. The- and then when all the <laughs> actors' schedules don't line up, so they can't be in the. That's the biggest mistake they made, yeah. in my opinion, was they're like, we'll just find a way to shoot this where we can highlight each actor even though they can't be on set at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, that was the whole show, Ugh. was them talking to yeah. each other and their banter back and forth. Yeah, and don't hire people that are bad at green screen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Firefly, Dead Like Me, Fringe, Lie to Me. Uh, did you ever watch a show called Raising Hope? Uh, No. One of the funniest pilots I've ever seen. Really, really good I'm, show. I would, I would. I remember hearing about. It. Now there was another one about about a boy. Did about you ever watch boy. Joy? Yeah, or yeah. Did you, did, you ever, did you ever watch that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That I was watched, a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I, and again, I think I was like two seasons. Me and Helen were super into it. Loved yeah. it. They were about ready to like hook up his mom with yeah. with you know uh, the guy that lived next door. Uh, and um, they cancel it. And they canceled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's just sad. Um, I think New Girl was about to get canceled at one point. And it should and, have been. And <laughs> it should have been, yeah. Uh, yeah, very weird. Was it Was it right before the last season? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I think, uh, I don't know. But yeah, when when, Chloe, when your main character has a baby and just isn't in the show anymore, yeah. you should probably... Uh, well, I, I, I feel like... called New Girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with that show, they definitely... the. All the actors in it were like, we're getting real opportunities to go do bigger stuff, and yeah. we're ready to go do it. Yeah. And yeah. then they kept doing the show anyways. Yeah. And it's like, they you just tell that they did not care anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, Community, um, that show, we've been watching it. Allie and I have been rewatching it, and they fired Dan Harmon. And so season four, they didn't have Dan Harmon uh, because him and Chevy Chase had a whole bunch of things. And then they brought him back. Season five. I mean, in a show like that, oftentimes when you're fighting for your life, like 
And, and when the show gets canceled, like, these people who are writers on the show and all that stuff, they get jobs elsewhere, you know? Yeah. Like, the show was popular for a reason. People looking for writers, so they leave. And so when the show comes back, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a good example. Like, that first season when it came back on NBC wasn't quite as good. You know, yeah. like, it was still there, but there was just that, like, flair yeah. that wasn't there. And so maybe the actors, like, kind of in their mind when the show ends, they're kind of checked out and they're done right um certain actors when a show comes back like uh Lindsay on the rest of the moment is last season she just straight up like left half the way through because she's like i'm done yeah there's a whole behind the scenes of maybe ellen is abusive but we won't talk about that uh, <laughs> but um because she married to ellen but uh another show the following it was a kevin bacon show on Fox, yep. they filmed a pilot yep. here in Rome. Yep. Uh, yeah, was, people loved that show. Yeah, that was a good, that was an interesting show. Uh, the IT Crowd. Oh, uh, was that canceled? They got canceled. Yeah. I didn't realize it was canceled. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense that it was canceled. But, yeah. I mean, British television, I know they do that. Yeah, all the, they I kinda... think it also was a thing where all the actors were big. And, yeah. I mean, at that point, uh, the one guy, he was making, he made Bridesmaids. And, yeah. Uh, or he was in it. And so... Uh, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that was a, a sad one. Uh, a really funny show that had great potential. Better off Ted. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Better off Ted. Really funny show. I thought that was really funny. Uh, Fly of the Concords was canceled, but it was mainly because the two uh, guys didn't want to make more music. Um, did you ever watch The Grinder? No. Rob Lowe uh, show where they're like, uh, his brother is um, the kid from Princess Bride who on the book read to him. Uh, Okay. And so they're brothers and like- uh, Fred Savage, is that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. And Fred Savage is a real lawyer, but uh, his brother Rob Lowe was an actor lawyer okay. who wanted to become a real lawyer. And so it was, it was a funny comedy. Didn't last very long, but I liked that show. Uh, Young Justice, the cartoon. Oh, yeah. That was a sad yeah. one. That's a they, great show. It got picked up on the DC- like, But it wasn't as good after it got picked back up. Well, I wasn't going to go and subscribe yeah. to the app. You know, like I just, I, I love the show. Great show. First two, I mean, that second season, phenomenal. Uh, AP Bio, of course. Did you ever watch uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? No. It wasn't that supposed to be kind of like about like extras and stuff? No. So Studio 60 was the Aaron Sorkin written show drama about like SNL. Oh, uh, okay. And so, essentially, 30 Rock had already made that show, comedy, and it was amazing. Right. Studio 64 had Matthew Perry, <laughs> and it was like a drama, like a yeah. hardcore, like, we, you know, deadlines and all this stuff. Wasn't his, like, wife dead? His wife had died? Is uh, that that no. Because he's been in a, some show where his wife had died. And like he's like depressed uh, about it. That's like Sunny Side or something. Oh, okay. He for a while there did like fifteen. A lot of pilots. shows that got canceled. Oh my god, so many shows. Uh all different styles too. Uh and then recently Mind Hunters was on oh, Netflix. Wow. I didn't realize that was canceled. Yeah, it got canceled. Uh and I don't know why, but I mean people love that. I know. Netflix. Yeah, they're, like they're, I said, they're Netflix. Cutting throats. I know, like that's what I was saying. Netflix I was reading the thing, like they're like, you basically have to be the queen or um uh, or like uh, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things yeah. to get more than two or three seasons. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely is is interesting. Um, I'm sure there's a long list of other shows, but those are just The Crown. Of, I said The Queen. The Crown. Yeah, The Crown, uh, which they were like going to end that season five, and they just announced they're doing season six, Yeah, which is fine. I mean, Ali loves that show. So um, 
And Stranger Things is funny because that show was not going to be yeah. anything. They right. literally no advertising. Like, I remember the only thing I saw was a single page, like, uh, on a, the E.T. Entertainment uh, yeah. magazine or whatever. And it was just the, the tire spinning. You know, like, yeah. that was it. And they're like, it has potential. Like, that's all I said. And then it became the biggest show in the world. Wow. <laughs> just like, holy cow. Uh, the Witcher, I think, they didn't think it was going to be as popular as it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. Really, fantasy is where it's at. That's what people want, or you know, period pieces. Or, yeah, because those are all period fantasy yeah. shows. Yeah, it's true. There's no like real world. I mean, because the queen's not a real person. She's not. Just well, it's, of a it's a period piece in the no, sense. Of, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, there's. I'm sure there's so many shows. Like pretty much any Fox, uh, Fox pilot show is going to get canceled. It seems like uh, NBC comedy. They're going to maybe give it a couple seasons, but for the most part, if you like it, it's going to get canceled. Comedies are really, for some reason, really hard to, like, keep going. Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, I mean, I, some of that, I think, is it's hard to continuously be funny. Yeah. You know, and it's like, in the moment people stop laughing, they stop watching. Yeah. Where, like, a drama, you can kind of, like, milk it out through yeah. bad episodes. Yeah. Like you don't always have to have like because people don't want to be like constantly crying or yeah. constantly stressed or constantly feeling like anxious for the characters. Yeah. So you kind of like but you, you in a comedy you do want to be laughing the whole time. Yeah. Well, I wonder if we'll start seeing more shows like The Good Place where they have funny elements. Yeah. But it's mainly like The Good Place is a philosophical show. Right. But it also was one of those shows where like the it was know, very funny at moments too. Was it Michael? Who who made that show? I can't remember. Um, but he he was like, I know how it's gonna end. Yeah, we're only having like four seasons. Or yeah, whatever. and it's a great show. Yeah, Michael Michael Karn is that his name? It's not Michael Sure. It's it's one of the it's, it's one of the guys from from the Office yeah. and all the stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that uh, and that was a show that when it ended, yeah, I was like, did this just end? Yeah. And then I looked it up and it was like the finale and I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea when I was watching the last episode that it was the finale yeah. until it ended. And then I like was like, so like, what? I don't know how you I know? felt about that ending. I was like, yeah. I mean, it, it was an interesting, essentially like we are all always everything. You know, it's kind of how it ended. It's like you had this opportunity to live for as long as you want, but in their minds forever is torture. And so you could essentially turn back into atoms and energy. Spoiler alert. For, yeah. Um, which, once again, is a very interesting uh, mindset because. Well, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I feel like their philosophical point that they're trying to make was that almost like at some point it's OK to okay. cease to exist. Yeah. You know that, like at some point, it's okay if you just stop yeah. living. I wept like a baby. Oh, uh, I that was that was more like I enjoyed the ending, not so much. I mean, a lot of the philosophy in it doesn't match my worldview. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now some of it did, where they're like, when humans are shown love, yeah. they're capable of change. Yeah. I was like, yeah, boom, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, or even like one of my friends, uh, Josh, he was a big fan of the show too, and he was like, he's like, he's like, I love how they'll. Min, they'll bring up philosophical points that, like, if if there's no God, their yeah. answer is right. Yeah. But if there is a God, then the and like, yeah, because they were like, what? Almost like there's like, what's the point of eternity? Yeah. Uh, if if everything's just perfect and great, almost like you'll get tired of everything being great. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's the whole point. It's not that heaven's just a place that we get to live in 
perfection yeah. and bliss for eternity. Yeah. It's the fact that we get to live with God for yeah. eternity. Yeah. We and get to be completed. Yeah. We get to be complete in God. We yeah. get to we get to have a day to day relationship with God in person and that's what makes eternity worth yeah. being in for forever. Yeah. Not the fact that there's no sickness or no death or no sorrow or no pain. Yeah. It's it's the God part. You yeah. know? And I was and, like and not even the fact that you get everything you want. Yeah, it's you know, just like, like, but all... you get God, yeah. and that is everything that you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so, um, but despite philosophical differences about what eternity and afterlife looks like, uh, I was just, same thing, I was just bawling because it was so sad. So sad. I loved those characters yeah. so much, and then like seeing them all say goodbye to each other yeah. was so emotional. <laughs> so emotional. They did it, and that's what, uh, yeah. to me, that's like a ending like that where you end it and you're like, man, yeah. wow, they're gone. You yeah. Know, like that kind of made it a good ending Yeah, for me. especially when like, I think, I mean, when Chidi was like, I'm ready to go, you're just like, oh, like yeah. it was just, you know, oh no, I didn't want him to leave and yeah. was trying everything to just yeah. hold on. And, and then was, she eventually lets him go. Yeah. Uh, but even uh, Jason, when he left, yeah. you know, and the way that they wrapped up each character, I thought was just like perfect. Yeah. You know, and even Michael, like, going back down to yeah, earth was yeah. great you know like be, getting a chance to live as a human and yeah um so no i thought it was and, and the way that they developed their characters like there was a they they finished their character development in such a beautiful yeah. way and yeah, even and the, the fact that like chidi chose before eleanor yeah. the guy who could never make a decision he chose to end his existence yeah. on his own yeah was like boom you know like he yeah. finally he finally overcame they all kind of overcame their issues yeah eleanor chose to be selfless and let Chidi go. Chidi was able to finally overcome his anxiety. Uh, you know, even um, I'm blanking on her name. Um, yeah. What was it that? Uh, the hoity-toity. Thing. Uh, yeah, Miss Pris. She yeah. finally like chose like a life of service. Yeah. For eternity by helping other people like get into the good place. Yeah. You know, he Jason eventually became a monk. Like yeah. sat in the woods for a thousand <laughs> years, not saying anything. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just thought like, oh, you wrapped up all the characters really yeah, well. Yeah. And, and then me saying goodbye to them was sad, yeah. but it also like felt right. Yeah. I, I think it was more of like, I agree with you. Everything. I think it was the, the sparkles and then you see, uh, uh, you just, Michael back on earth and he's just like, kind of gets his mail and he's like, kind of feels Eleanor with him yeah. there for his moment where I was like, I, it would have been nice maybe just like the, I don't know. I, I, I guess it was good. I think I was just so sad. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you watch like Parks and Rec, you're sad, but like you're happy. happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with all these shows, like you're happy for. Well, your they friend. died. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. ending is, is sad. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. all die. I mean, they don't end up together. They don't stay together. They, yeah. They're dead. They're dead. So, I mean. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, so, um, anyways, uh, yeah. All these shows, I mean, there's so many of them that you wish you could go and, and see the rest of them. It makes me actually think about um, uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Where it allowed, like, in that, they talk about, like, being able to, like, go and be, like, in the movies. Like, yeah. play a character in the movie or play a character in a show. And I'm like, that would be, like, the dream in virtual reality if they were able to, like, finish some of these shows or, like, keep them going. Yeah. Because it's all of a sudden it doesn't cost that much. It's just writing some code and boom, it's done. Um, I was like, that would be amazing if they could finish some of yeah. these shows that everybody loves yeah. so much, you know. Um, but uh, what what do you think are some shows that are currently out there that you love that you think are going to get canceled? <laughs> that that will be our way of of wrapping up this episode. Oh man, I'm trying to think of like even new shows. I feel like AP Bio will probably get 
actually canceled. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, we might get one more good season there out There's a ton of shows that, like, uh, there's one that actually has the guy who played Solo, played Han Solo, and it's going to be on Peacock. Um, and it's this whole, like, premise of, like, a perfect world, but obviously, you know, the ultra-rich or whatever. Yeah. And I just watched that trailer, and I was like, oh, this is going to get canceled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have any shows that you're currently watching that you really enjoy? I bet Brooklyn Nine-Nine won't be on for much longer. Uh, Maybe, until Andy Samberg, I think, is ready. Yeah. I think he kind of feels like he's probably, especially with the success of Palm Springs and yeah. stuff like that. Well, I can, and then with all the defund the police stuff i know that brooklyn 99 is kind of looking they scrapped their whole season did you know this uh yeah that's what i saw yeah they had written their whole this uh season eight i think and they scrapped the whole season to rewrite so yeah i could totally see them being like we're no longer police station we're switching it up and they're gonna show like how the defund the police works where it's you know because the police do everything it's like, well, no, we need people in mental health. We need people in, you know. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting if they actually went that route. Yeah, and that I mean, would change it enough to maybe it would keep going. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But some other shows that Wheel yeah. of Fortune, it's it's off. It's <laughs> uh, every game show. I'm trying. Uh, Alex Trebek. Ooh. We'll see what happens yeah. with him. Um, now I, I'm trying to think of all the shows that I like right now because once again, like, well, we're kind of we're currently in the time period of yeah. sh- of the network of kind of like TV producing like on the bigger scale where stuff has been canceled, yeah, and then stuff new stuff is coming and being made that we don't know about, yeah, and obviously during COVID, a lot of stuff hasn't been made that maybe would have been made, yeah. So it'll be interesting even to see what like shows look like because currently nobody's filming anything yeah exactly well they've all started refilming uh like lord of the rings and all this stuff so lord of the rings and the but are all the network shows back filming i'm not sure all of them are yet um i think there's like la and some of that area you can't film yet horrible it's it's all the shows i mean jeff bezos might be finding a way around (laughs) it but well no because lord of the rings are filming in new zealand and so yeah. they have Yeah, rights. but that's what I mean. Exactly. And so I think The Witcher actually just restarted filming, okay. which is interesting because that was the one where, like, half the actors got COVID and all that stuff. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy that's, because uh, he's going to be in season two, he was uh, the big, big orange beard in the, in the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be in the new season okay. of The Witcher, and he actually got COVID. He oh, was one of the actors. Yeah, so um, so that's, they shot, like, everything down. Oh, but, they got COVID on shooting season yeah, two yeah gotcha yeah. not and season one season no two. no season two gotcha. so uh so they shot everything but yeah. they've i think reopened and maybe i don't know henry cavell still is at his house so maybe not uh the halo series they're filming in hungary and they've restarted so there's some shows that are restarting yeah, but yeah for the most part like networks i think they're still in the right yeah, the ones process. that are shooting in studios yeah. in la i i don't think and yeah. now, now they wouldn't be filming in the middle of summer anyways i mean technically we should be watching the olympics right now like right. that's where like the schedule was for everything during the summer and all that stuff. So we're still in the summertime. I think they're hoping because a lot of those shows would have already been filmed like in the spring and would be coming out in the fall. Well, a lot of the network shows actually film while yeah. it's coming out. Yeah. You so, know? so it's like there'll be like a few episodes bef- ahead yeah. in production yeah. from editing. Yeah, that's why they can like change things up yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, because I mean they can they can knock out a half hour sitcom in like a week you know yeah. they film it every day come yeah. in yeah. film the shot so yeah I, I i could see uh i know it's always sunny just signed on it's the longest running sitcom ever uh uh live action sitcom ever and so that's season 15 
we'll see. I mean, it sounds like all the actors, every time they do a show, and I love them, but their individual shows always seem to fail. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, because um, the lady who played D, she had a great show on Fox that got canceled. Um, AP Bio is kind of up in the air. We'll see that. And then uh, Rob, he is doing that show on Apple TV oh, about yeah. the, like, the game, game developer. Yeah. I feel like that's going to get I don't yeah. know. They, yeah. Are, they were filming a second season, though. They were, and they but did yeah, the first see. ever quarantine episode. I could see all of the Apple shows getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know, because there's, I mean, once again, it's hard to even know what even yeah. what shows are even currently yeah. out, like that are still, like you know, I mean, it's like shows nowadays are so confusing somewhat it's it's not in the same way of like okay every thursday this show comes on it's yeah. more just like oh all of a sudden there's 12 more episodes of the show yeah you know so it's hard to like kind of keep track of what's even like still filming and what isn't yeah. sometimes you know yeah there's a uh a new docuseries that's coming out i'm pretty excited new york versus the mobs was called and it looks awesome it's like one of the best trailers i've seen in a long time and it's all about how like new york was just run by the mob back in the 70s yeah and how the fbi went in and did like the biggest takedown of the mob ever and it's like on first time ever heard like tapes and yeah. everything and it looks it looks really cool like even the way they interviewed the people they have them like parked underneath garages in a car oh, like you cool. know like it's, yeah, yeah. It, i was like that's very clever like yeah. they're interviewing the people how you know they beat right. up secretly yeah. so uh that is narcos really still going narcos is still going okay. i'm i'm worried that that will get canceled yeah i can um, see it getting canceled after this one yeah so it's such a good show yeah that's a good one narcos for sure um yeah i, I don't know we'll see i mean the witcher all it takes is bad ratings yeah you know well, i mean that's all it takes for any of them yeah but the witcher was so crazy popular yeah. that that's yeah. almost a show that could just go on forever yeah um so yeah, we'll see. I mean, as as long as people are writing, there'll always be something. I mean, Harmon Quest, I think, got canceled. That was a great show we yeah. liked. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of shows that we love. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, I have hitched my wagon to shows that I feel like are gonna <laughs> stay. <laughs> you know, like uh, I love Rick and Morty, and they just signed on for like seventy two more episodes. Which <laughs> so each, you're good. Yeah, I mean, it's like every season had like five episodes. It's yeah. like they're good for like another yeah. fifteen years. Um. So yeah, it, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like I said in the last podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to start doing something uh, on a podcast I listen to called Script Notes. At the end of each podcast, they talk about one cool thing. Mm. And so it's a cool thing that they've just seen. It could be anything. It could be a product, a book, a movie, a TV show, an article, a song, a video game, whatever. A new recipe. It could be anything. Just something cool that's new to you that you want to share with everybody else. So I'm going to go first to give you an example. Uh, my one cool thing for the week is Roger Deakins' podcast. Oh. It's called, uh, I think it's just called Deakins. Uh, but if you just look up Roger Deakins on, on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Uh, and he goes in depth with different people from movies that he's worked on. He They have some episodes where he's talking about like his approach to filmmaking. But then he also interviews different people. So like he's, and it's not really, interv- I mean, he is asking them questions, but it's also kind of like a conversation but like him and Sam Mendes talked about uh, 1917. Nice. You should definitely watch yeah. that because I know how much you liked it. And they talk a lot about the parts that you actually liked, yeah. the like story and character development of it. 
Um, but he's talked to his, like he talked to his, um, it wasn't a movie, but they're like camera stabilizer that they used on that movie. They talked to that guy and asked him about his career and how he got into it. And what's cool is it's him and his wife, who I didn't realize his wife has worked with him for most of his movies. Yeah. But then it's also this guy. So Deacons has a podcast or a blog. And I think the guy might have kind of gotten connected with him through the blog. But the guy has done more like commercials and like low independent movies, independent budget movies. So um, he's almost more kind of like us. Okay. But then he's there with Roger Deakins and Sam Mendes and all these people. But then he asks questions that we would almost ask that, yeah. like, almost where you'd be like, I feel stupid asking this, but can you explain what you're talking about? Yeah. He just says it. And he just uh, asks, you know, hey, for people listening who might not be what you guys are, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Um, and it was, I will listen to it as I was working on that puppet show every, every day. I would listen to an episode on the way down and an episode on the way back up. Um, Is and it I, just Roger Deakins or... Yeah, it's uh, I think it's just called the Deacons Podcast. Um, but if you type in Roger Deacons, I'm yeah. sure you'd find it. Um, and Team, team Deacons. Team Deacons. That's okay. what it is. Team Deacons. And um, uh, I think probably the thing that's most fascinating about it is is it really feels like they're just having a conversation with friends. You did an episode with Denise Villanova. Oh, I know. Listen to that one. It was really good. I think you'll like that. One of my favorite directors. Um, I actually thought about you when I was listening to it. Uh, but it's just him chatting with people. Um, and just kind of almost like they're sitting around his table having a cup of tea, talking wow. to Roger Deakins and his wife in their house. Uh, but the the thing that's nice about it is it it shows the like crew side of these big budget movies. Like you always hear, it's always somebody like specifically talking to the director about the directory type stuff. Yeah, or the actors on the acting kind of st- stuff. Where like when he interviewed one of the actors, the main guy in 1917, it was more like. He they were talking like how how is your relationship with the crew mm. and how can like the crew and the actors get along better and yeah. work better together and how can they uh, be more of a team and you know it was, it was so it's like for people like us who have worked on the crew side of things it's like you're getting to hear about these big huge movies but more from like the crew's perspective nice. of getting to make it and kind of like why they invest their time and energy and effort into it and their approach to it and it makes you like want to go make. Yeah, movies like him because of you're just, hearing the master talk. Yeah, and, and just hearing about how his his approach to it, and you're like, man, his approach sounds fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's a lot of work and commitment, but it's like, but then you get these beautiful images. Yeah. Um. So I highly recommend Team Deacon's podcast. Yeah. What's I, your one cool thing? I definitely check that out. Uh, before that, uh, uh, have you ever seen a visual artist? React, it's the corridor digital guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they did the episode about nineteen seventeen, and you know how they did the jump cuts. Uh. Uh-uh. They used visual effects doubles for when they were coming out of the trenches. So when you see them getting out of the trenches, like getting yeah. down and getting up, yeah, that's all visual effects. Oh wow, those are completely CGI bodies. Wow, that's impressive. It's and so they would do it just a straight up cut. In front of your face. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, it blew my mind even more about that movie. I was yeah. just like, I thought I knew every cut, but like, nope, they were No, doing well, when you well, listen to, if you listen to them talking to Sam Mendez and then the guy who played Blake uh-huh. and then even the camera operator or the motion capture guy or the stabilizer operator, steady cam operator for lack of better words, uh, you'll be even more impressed by the technical aspects. Yeah. And again, it will be like, these people deserved to win an Oscar <laughs> just because of what they did. <laughs> like for the craft yeah. 
of filmmaking, yeah. these people pushed, like, they did something that deserved an award. Yeah. You know, like, forget about story. Yeah. I mean, the story was great, too. Yeah. But just, like, alone on the technical side where people are like, eh, well, it's more than Yeah, technical. when we talk about the Oscars, that is that's that what, is what Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where somebody's like, well, the taste isn't really want. It's like, this is an amazing dish. Yeah, yeah. That not that like nobody has made in decades, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like like this is an, an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> Who cares if it fished your yeah, taste buds? Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's appreciate the craft yeah. of the food, even if it's not your specific yeah. style or taste of food. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, anyways, okay. uh, um, so your one cool thing. Well, uh, what I would say is probably what we're going to talk about in an episode. Um, they announced it last night. So I won't say it here, but uh, the cool thing is the NBA is doing their bubble right now, an experimental thing. Uh, and there's a player for the 76ers, Matisse Thibel, and he's a rookie and stuff. And he has a blog, a vlog, a YouTube blog, where he's just talking about his life in the bubble. It's very interesting to watch just to see how they're doing everything, how they're testing the guys every morning, how, you know, just the fact I've never been to Disney, so it's seeing like the wristbands. How that monitors everything. They can get their rooms and everything, uh, and it's just a fun kind of look inside the NBA. What's happening uh, and the players and how they're. Ne- I mean, this is a completely unprecedented thing that's right. never happened before. We are seeing how a major global brand like the NBA is navigating a global pandemic. That hasn't we're happened inside- in over a hundred years. Exactly, yeah. and we're we're getting to see how these Has, have they talked teams. about. Every time they look out the windows, Mickey's just staring at them. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, you are quarantined inside, wearing your mask. <laughs> I might uh, be off the Or he's mask. the one that does the nose swab on them. He tests them for corona every day. And he just licks it right in front of them. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Mickey. Uh, no, uh, no, they haven't. Like, it's really interesting. You wouldn't really know. I mean, other than, like, the branding everywhere. Right, of, that they were even at Disney. Yeah, it's yeah. just, like. It's just such a weird. We live in such a weird time. Oh, for sure. You know, it's just like it's Disney, and then at the same time the parks open, so there's a whole other side oh, of yeah. this park where normal people are. Like, I don't know. It's just it's, it's a weird strange. world. But not but, that it's ever been normal, <laughs> exactly. but it's definitely weird. So it's it's fun to to see kind of the behind the scenes of all that, and then once the games yeah. start at the end of this month, we'll see. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, folks, we appreciate you listening. Check out Team Deacon's podcast and the Matisse blog. Matisse Ball YouTube. Yep. Uh, and uh, we hope that the shows that you're an adamant fan of don't get canceled. That's right. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com. <laughs>